Hello and welcome to the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. I'm your host, John Carlin. Happy to be here with you today, the podcast where I tell you about all the great things happening in Virginia's Blue Ridge, places like Roanoke, Roanoke County, the city of Salem, and then surrounding counties of Botetourt and Franklin County. And we are collectively known as America's East Coast mountain biking capital. Virginia's Blue Ridge is nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains. The Blue Ridge Parkway passes right through our region. So if you want to come play in the mountains and enjoy a metro mountain adventure, you will find it here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. And I'll tell you about the metro part of this coming up in just a little bit. But today, it's all about the adventure, the outdoor side of things. And if you're just anxious to find out what everything is about, just go to visitvbr.com, and our website is just absolutely comprehensive. But today, I want to talk about the adventure thing, specifically pedaling and paddling in Franklin County. Now, if you look at Virginia's Blue Ridge, think of the center of it as the city of Roanoke. It's the largest city in the western half of the state of Virginia, city of about 100,000 people. That's the metro part of all of this. And we've talked a lot about the different things going on in Roanoke uh, uh, in, in the podcast here. So if you want to listen to some back episodes, you can do that. And, and I'll give you some more information about Roanoke coming up later in the podcast. But um, to the south of Roanoke is Franklin County, and there's a four lane that leaves right out of the southern half of the city, and it takes you, it's Route 220, and it takes you down to Franklin County and the town of Rocky Mount, and we've also talked a little bit about Rocky Mount. But um, surrounding Rocky Mount and in Franklin County is is really just an outdoor playground uh, that you really need to come see. And, and, and I'm going to prove it to you before the podcast is over today, because I'll be talking with Matt Ross. He's the outdoor recreation manager in Franklin County, and he's got so many balls in the air. I don't know how he does it. Uh, the county has is really embracing its outdoor heritage. So there are two lakes, one on the on either end of the county. There are two rivers, and in between, there's there's lots of mountains. Um, and for a long time, only a few people knew about all the great biking, the paddling, the floating in the county. I would consider myself one of them. I lived right in the town of Rocky Mount um, for uh, 13 years. And I went out and played all the time uh, doing this sort of thing with, with, with my kayak and, uh, and with my bicycle in particular, my road bike and my mountain bike. But the recreation folks have said, if we build it, they will come. And that, that has turned out to be true. So there now are outstanding mountain bike trails, including a jump line, which might be a little bit beyond my ability at my age, but this is at Wade Park in the county. And there's also uh, a river that flows right through the park, so you can go for a nice float in a tube or in your kayak. Uh, and there's an endurance race series coming up there for mountain biking fans. There's camping and biking and paddling at Philpot Lake. That's sort of the... On one end of the county, uh, most of the land around the lake is owned by the government, so it hasn't really been commercialized. So it's very remote and pristine. So um, think about hiking there. Think about mountain biking or gravel biking from there. In fact, I have an appointment for later this summer where we're going to take our um, our mini RV, our mini Winnie, my wife and I are, and we're, we'll take the kayaks and we'll take the bikes, and we're going to go spend a couple of days at Philpot Lake and, uh, and just, you know, really enjoy being out there and not having a lot going on around us. Um, and so Matt's going to talk about that today. And, and then there's Smith Mountain Lake, which is kind of just the opposite. Uh, it is surrounded with homes, and I mean gorgeous homes, multi-million dollar homes in some cases. And and there's boating, and there's shopping, and there's places for the kids to go and play and so forth. The fishing is phenomenal. Uh, largemouth bass and striper fishing are are what Smith Mountain Lake is known for. Um, and But in the fall, there's a major stand-up paddleboard race. Uh, and which involves some other sort of vehicles that Matt's going to talk about. So um, he's going to be telling us about those things. And then there's the River of Lights, 
where you float under a sea of lights that will be crisscrossing the Pig River. P-I-G-G, Pig River. Uh, so think of that kind of like when you go at Christmas time and you wander through these light displays. Luminites is one that's really big in our area at Explore Park. So think of it sort of that Christmas atmosphere with all the twinkling lights and everybody going ooh and ah and so forth. Well, they came up with the idea, let's do that with a summer theme and let's make it so people can tube underneath these lights and sort of have a summertime evening experience on a on a very uh, small and easy to navigate river, the Pig River, uh, but it's perfect for tubing. So that is something that they announced and he's going to be talking more about that uh, coming up in the interview. And then he'll also be talking about something back at Philpot Lake called Concert by Canoe. And they're, they basically put a band, uh, right out in the middle of Philpot Lake on a floating dock. And then you come up in your boat and you can be any kind of boat that you can float on and be an inner tube, kayak, a canoe, or, or even a power boat if you want. Um, and you come up and you just kind of float and you listen to the music and, and enjoy yourself. So um, that's been very, very popular. And, and we've talked a little bit about the Crooked Road Music Trail, which I won't get into too much here. But uh, if you uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, if you look up the Crooked Road, it's basically a bunch of stops because this is the this is the area of the world where. Uh, bluegrass music led to country music, which led to what country music is today. And there's, there's a whole history trail and places you can go and listen to bluegrass music. And, and this is, this is the best bluegrass music in my mind in the entire world. And so there are all these little, uh, restaurants and towns and stops on the Crooked Road Music Trail where you can go and listen to bluegrass music. And so you take the, the heritage of that and you combine it with the beautiful scenic value at Philpot Lake, which by the way also has a state park. I should mention that. Um, and lo and behold, you have, you, you really have a nice, remote outdoor experience that you, you really can't get anyplace else. And so Matt's very excited about that. Like I said, he has a lot of, of balls in the air. He's got a lot of juggling to do. The pandemic is finally pretty much over. Things are opening back up, and I think it's going to be a really busy summer for Matt. But um, he is really hoping that if you're listening to this podcast, you'll come and make him even a little bit busier. So Matt has a lot to talk about, and he'll do that coming up next right here on the Visit VBR podcast. Welcome back to the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. And joining me now is Matt Ross. He's the Outdoor Recreation Manager in Franklin County, Virginia, which is just south of Roanoke. And uh, I lived there for a long, long time. I'm somewhat familiar with everything that's happening down there. Matt, thank you for joining us. It's great to be on today, John. Thanks for having me. Sure. So um, I, I really want to jump right in with this this. Um, this you, you can tube under Christmas lights, and you have gone viral with this thing. What is that all about? Yeah, so it's called River of Lights, and uh, we did a wintertime uh, Land of Lights exhibit here in Franklin County at Recreation Park, and just kept it free for the public to drive through. We had a lot of Christmas lights, and we, we said, how can we utilize these Christmas lights in the off season? So we said, hey, you know, people might enjoy. Uh, the ambiance of floating down this really nice picturesque section of river at Wade Park on the Pig River uh, with overhead uh, lighting. So uh, we invested in some string lights as well. And we've got about 5,000 feet of lights to hang up in the next couple of weeks because this uh, nighttime tubing event, uh, it sold out quickly. People are interested in this and we, uh, we're hoping we can pull it off. I guess time will tell. So people are, are going to get into a tube and they're floating down the Pig River 
which I've always loved the name of the Pig River, by the way, but it's, it's P-I-G-G, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so it's the Pig River, but it's very clean. It's very nice. And they'll be floating along underneath lights. Like That's right. Christ- the- like Christmas type lights. Christmas lights, we're going to have um, lighting strung up from tree to tree. Just traditional LEDs is what we're using. They put out a lot of light. They consume, you know, little power. So we can use a lot of those. I mean, we'll have a lot. It's nowhere close to what Illuminites has. Illuminites has at Explore Park. But, uh, you know, this is kind of our take on that on the water. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting time. Um, We've got some. C9 lights. And, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's going to be a, a neat nighttime activity. All right. So now let's talk about the unexpected success when you put this event out there. You said you thought, eh, 100 people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we opened it up Friday and Saturday night just for the month of June. And I was really hoping that, that you know, we could sell half the tickets. But within less than 12 hours, we sold all 1,200 tickets. For the so, whole month. Uh, yeah, that 1,200, the whole month sold out. And we had people calling us and wanting to get on the waiting list. And we've learned a lot. So uh, this is going to be an annual event for us. So uh, every, uh, every June uh, in the future, we're probably going to combine this with another very popular, our most popular event we do in Franklin County, which is called Ramble Weekend. It's a three-day paddling festival canoes, kayaks on the Blackwater and the Pig River. Uh, So we're going to figure out a way to kind of uh, update and create something a little bit different for Ramble Weekend in the traditional sense and incorporate this River of Lights nighttime tubing event into Ramble Weekend in in years upcoming. Wow. I mean, because it would be great to do it uh, in a kayak or in a canoe as well as in a tube, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, we, we've had people say, can we bring our kayaks? So we just want to we want to uh, avoid user conflict at this point. So we're saying, hey, you got to have a ticket. You got to have registration and we want it to be uh, controlled and safe. And so we're starting off small with just 150 tickets per night. And uh, yeah, we we, uh, we posted this on Facebook and uh, a week later we have seven million views uh, that, that are across the country. I mean, literally from Florida to Maine to Washington State, and we've had registrations from those. Uh, so mistakenly, we do have people come down from Ohio and various other states to, to camp out at one of our campgrounds, Jameson Hill Park, or state some of the hotels in the region. Um, we've got some fine lodging accommodations here in, in Franklin County. So uh, yeah, we're excited that people are interested from out of state coming to this and uh, seeing what we have to offer here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. Yeah, you know, there's no doubt. And as I mentioned, uh, uh, right as as we started talking today, I lived in Franklin County for a long time. I took advantage of a lot of these things. It was like, th- I lived there for 13 years um, back in the, the 90s and the aughts. Um, but uh, actually the 80s a little bit. I'm dating myself here, uh, but I, you know, and I still go down occasionally, but, you know, I was out there riding my mountain bike. I was riding my, my road bike. I was getting my canoe in some of those rivers and, and, and Smith mountain Lake and Philpot Lake. And you guys just really have a lot to offer. What do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about some of the other uh, water related opportunities since we're on that? Yeah, weather is is warming up outside and folks are wanting to get in the water and get wet. We've got a lot of opportunities down here uh, to, to experience water in, in various capacities. So, yeah, um, I, I guess one of the, the signature events that we do during the summer, which has really grown over the last four years, is called Concerts by Canoe. And uh, it, it's really taken off. It's held at Philpot Lake. Uh, which is South Franklin County. So we, we call ourselves the land between the lakes. We have Smith Mountain Lake up north, and then we have in the south, Philpot Lake, uh, two very contrasting types of water, inhabited lake up north and uninhabited in the south. And Philpot is pristine. It's very rural, as you know, somebody that used to work at Ferrum College. It's not far from Ferrum. And uh, you can jump down there and if you see somebody, you know, it kind of, it, it, it's kind of uh, unexpected because it is so rural and remote. So we said, hey, how can we, um, as Parks and Recreation, help out this area that, that doesn't have 
a lot of uh, ease of access of amenities. They don't have parks as close as some of the other regions do. So we said, let's go to them. Let's, uh, what, what's our strength? Our strength is, is, is water. Our strength is canoeing and kayak and stand up paddleboarding. Um, let's utilize some of those assets that we have and let's combine it with another strength, the crooked road. So music, the heritage, the culture of, um, of, of, of just, you know, rural Appalachian, you know, music. And let's take that there. Let's put the, the band on a floating stage out on the water and let's have uh, attendants come and paddle up to this stage that's floating in the water. And it was, uh, it's in the fourth year now. So uh, people love it. They said, can we do this every week? And if they knew what type of work it took work behind the scenes to make it happen, yeah, they, they'd understand, you know, why we don't do it every week, but we do have three concerts, uh, uh, June, July, and August this year. And, uh, I think BBR did a, did a, uh, a podcast, I'm sorry, not a podcast, but a, um, blog, a blog. Yes. For, and that information can be found on the blog about the bands and the location. We have a food truck and it's just a neat evening out in the country to, to float in a tube. You know, if you just have a swimming pool float, you can bring that, um, and if you have a motorboat, you can bring that too. So, uh, so some great music on the water and uh, Army Corps of Engineers who owns the body of water is very gracious in helping us out with uh, providing this, this floating dock that we use as a stage. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, just a great, great Friday evening. So uh, yeah, and of course I've been on Philpot any number of times, um, but for people who might be listening to this in Ohio and saying, hmm, is this something I wanna do? Can you describe how big Philpot is and what their user experience might be when they they come to this pristine body of water? Sure. I don't have the total acreage of the lake memorized, uh, but the body of water, uh, you know, it, it takes 30 minutes from end to end to ride in a motorboat at a pretty good clip. So it's, it's a large body of water. It's a big lake. Yes, it's big. It's a very clear um, walleye fishing is very popular there in the lake. They have a tournament fishing docks. Actually, the the location where we hold concert by canoe is called Twin Ridge Recreation Area. And it's a tournament fishing dock that uh, the band uh, operates off of for for that musical show. But uh, there's numerous Army Corps operated campgrounds around uh, Philpot Lake. Uh, it's it's a relatively deep lake, uh, you know, relatively cool mountain lake. It's fed by a couple really nice rivers, the Smith River and uh, Runnett Bag Creek. Actually, that feeds that as the headwaters. Um, it's great clear mountain mountain water, and there's trail systems that, that skirt around the edge of it. Man, it, it makes me want to leave right now and go there. <laughs> so, sure. I love I love I love Philpot Lake. It's just beautiful. Um, it's it's a lot of non-motorized traffic on the lake. Uh, boat slips are limited there, um, but there's a lot of uh, boat ramps at various spots. Whether it's Salt House Branch or Jamison Mill Park, which actually is a is a park that we operate and have a campground at Philpot Lake. Um, there's Horseshoe Point and there's there's Goose Point that's that's over in, in Henry County on the other side of the lake. But um, yeah, Philpot is is a destination lake. We've had stand up paddleboard classes there. You know, we do some some intro to canoe classes there through Parks and Rec. Um, you know, it's a place that you want to go spend a few days and just uh, just take in just the the ambiance and the, the beautiful countryside. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. So you've you've mentioned a couple of things. If I was listening to this, I uh, I'd be mad at me as the host for not following up. So let's talk about the camping at those, those various places, RV camping, tent camping, both what's available there. Yes. So, uh, so the, the army Corps of engineers, um, they have large campgrounds and they book quickly. So typically there's a lot of folks that just make this their annual tradition at the first of the month, January one at midnight or one minute after, they log on and they book their their campsites for the season. Uh, they're in high demand. I mean, there's hundreds of sites, RV and non-RV, 
uh, electric and non-electric sites available. But uh, Parks and Recreation, we manage a small campground there. It's only 11 sites. It's five RV water electric hookup sites, and then there's um, six tent camping sites. Uh, it doesn't have the demand that some of the other sites have because it, it remained closed for several years. But uh, we said, hey, you've got this resource that's beautiful that folks, you know, could utilize. So we've got that going in the last couple of years. We do reservations. We need 30 day advanced you know, notification for reservations at Jameson Mill. Or you can show up on a first come, first serve and pay at our self-pay kiosk that we have there. And uh, from Jamison Mill, you can access Philpot Lake. There's a there's a boat launch there that is great for non-motorized boats or small, you know, shallow hull motor boats, John boats, that type of thing. It's not great for large boats, but um, you know we got a six-mile trail system there that you can hike on, you can bike, and then from Jamison Mill, it's kind of a uh, uh, yeah, I know you're probably familiar with John being a road cyclist and a gravel cyclist as well, but we have some great loops that you can do with your gravel bike. So it's a perfect campground if you want to do boats and bikes and you can paddle during the day. The next day you can go for a nice you know, 30 to 50 mile gravel ride with four to 6,000 feet of elevation gain. Work your way up into Floyd County on Blue Ridge Parkway and drop back down into Franklin County and yeah, there's a lot of adventures to be had just from Jameson Hill Campground on Philpot Lake. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And then you mentioned walleye fishing. And that, oh, yeah. it's kind of rare to be able to fish for walleyes in the south. It is. And yes. is, that a, um, is that a seasonal thing at Philpot or do people fish for them all year round? Oh, gosh, you're showing one of my weaknesses now. I, I'm not an avid fisherman. You know, I, I take my daughter fly fishing here and there. But I hear that if you want to catch a walleye for the first time, Philpot Lake is the place to go to do that. They, there are abundant walleyes there. Uh, if you look up a picture of a walleye, you might jump a little bit because it looks pretty monstrous with those teeth. It does. Uh, but yeah, there, there's abundant walleye at, at Philpot Lake. Yeah, any walleye I ever caught was, uh, was pretty much by mistake. Uh, although I did do a, a canoe packing trip up in Canada uh, a, a long time ago and we were fishing for and catching walleye and that was a hoot, but it's one of the best eating fish I think that I've ever had. They're, they're, uh, mm -hmm. um, I normally fly fish for trout or, or smallmouth bass and catch and release. But when I catch a walleye, it generally winds up in the frying pan. But, um, I know that there are walleye in the lake and, uh, I, I haven't, um, I had, that's one thing I've not fished for really, uh, in the South. So I, you said that it just piqued my interest. Well, and, and you know, it, it, Philpot really lends itself towards anglers in general, uh, not just because of the boat ramps and, and the tournament fishing docks, but you know, it's got it's got uh, Deer Island and Turkey Island, and there's some of these islands that that you can actually paddle out to or take a motorboat out to and camp on islands in the middle of the lake, and your campsite is right beside the water, and you can basically fish from your picnic table and just be right there, just nonstop fishing adventure. So it, it, it's a great, great experience down there. All right. Well, so now we've kind of talked about Philpot Lake. We could be here for six hours if we went oh, yeah. into that level of detail um, on all the amenities that Franklin County has. But it's uh, I'm just so happy that people uh, have discovered all this and that you guys are, are really, you've opened Jamison Mill and and you guys have got so much going on. But uh, you mentioned the gravel biking. Um, so how is the countywide gravel biking scene emerging now? Yeah, so I would say cycling in general was not a hot topic in Franklin County until recent times. Um, a lot of that was uh, initiated by the efforts of VBR, Virginia's Blue Ridge, you know, as they were uh, showcasing a lot of the, the other local attractions for cycling, whether it's Carbon's Cove or Explore Park, Mill Mountain, uh, you know, uh, Bedford, there, there's tons of, of resources here, but we really didn't have a lot to offer. So we said, hey, you know, why don't we modify, add a few additions, expand the trail systems that we have, uh, mainly at Wade Park, and, and make them more mountain bike friendly. 
And we've been doing that over the last four years at just adding a few additions here and there. And, you know, it's amazing what a uh, community effort can do when, when folks from the community join forces and say, yeah, we want more of this. And, you know, that makes me kind of sit up a little bit straighter and, uh, and, 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 you know, work and try to figure out is there grants to fund this or is this a community funded project? So we've expanded the trail systems just at Wade Park by about five miles in the last uh, four years or so with a lot of mountain bike specific trails. And uh, the community is saying, we want more. And VBR is saying, hey, we're a great place to ride. So that gives me a lot of uh, ammunition to take to folks to say, yeah, look, the community wants this. Um, Virginia's Blue Ridge is promoting our whole region as a cycling destination and with good reason, because we have some amazing places to not just mountain bike, to not just road cycle, to not even just gravel grind, but there's, you know, amazing uh, greenways through through these, you know, through Roanoke downtown along the rivers. And, um, we have a, have a little half mile greenway at Summit View, which is a new business park. Um, so, you know, it's a cinder trail. It's not a long trail, but uh, it's right on the side of 220. So, you know, you, you're coming out of Roanoke that through Boone's Mill and you see Summit View Business Park and we're starting to develop some trails there. So right now, yeah, they're just as a uh, half mile greenway, but we're going to be expanding that offering multi-user experience at a business park mm-hmm. so that you know, folks that come there that work can continue to uh, stay healthy and active and just promote better quality of life for everybody around the area. Yeah, so that that business park, I've seen the maps and uh, driven by and seen the whole, the whole park itself is kind of under construction right now. But mm-hmm. um, it's going to be beautiful when it's all said and done. And it's uh, it's kudos again to Franklin County for saying, hey, this isn't just a place where we're going to put parking lots and metal buildings. This is, is going to be pretty. And we want the people who work there and the people who live there and the people who come here to have uh, an opportunity to go out and, and enjoy this space. Yeah, and it's it's so neat when you know we as uh, as individuals that are public servants that that you know work for the taxpayer in a way we can provide these amenities that not only benefit the the the, the local user group but that are beautiful enough that folks want to come from out of the area to see and to experience. I mean the the the, the trail investments for cycling. Our, our users in, in the Roanoke Valley and beyond love it. But yeah, we are a destination spot now. And uh, we're excited about continuing to expand those things, not just for the people that live here, but also for, for folks that are that are out of state that want some kind of experience in the Blue Ridge that, that, that they may not have even known existed. Right, right. Yeah. So now Wade Park mountain biking, you've added five miles of trails. Um, do you have a skills trail or I've seen pictures of, I haven't been down there since you guys have put this together. I've seen pictures of of people going off jumps and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it it really is a a different type of experience than you can get, um, at say Carvin's Cove. Carvin's Cove, you can rack up the miles there. They, They have some, some more elevation there to work with. So Wade Park is more rolling. We don't have any long, lengthy climbs. We don't have any trails that you can kind of hit autopilot and crank out mile after mile without having to come to an intersection. You know, there's a lot of intersections, uh, but we do have 500 acres at that park. So within that 500 acres, uh, yeah, at this point, it's about 15 miles of trails. Um, Some of those are ADA accessible trails that we have tons of families on every day. The runners, the joggers strollers, baby strollers, um, and then extending out from there. Yeah, that's where we have our multi-use trails. Um, Some of the multi-use trails are bike specific that we've been investing in in the last couple of years. Uh, We have a a bike specific jump line. Actually, we have two jump lines now. One is called Old Buzzard and one is called Baby Buzzard. It's uh, the Black Diamond Old Buzzard and the, the Intermediate Level Baby Buzzard Trail. And those have been received so well and we, we've, we've even seen folks you know coming out of state to come experience the the, the old and baby buzzard 
Um, so what 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 is the, what does old buzzard or baby buzzard look like? You said a jump line. Uh, what what kinds of jumps? How big? Yes. Yeah, so so uh, old buzzard was the first that we built, and it was kind of big and bold uh, to build jumps that were you know black diamond level expert jumps with with large lips. Uh, and large landings where you, you, the intent is to get some air on this trail. Um, it's uh, about a half mile in length and it's made to session right over and over and over. It's a one-way directional trail, uh, namely for bikes that have suspension. Um, you can ride hardtails on it, but it's a lot easier for mountain bikes that, that have suspension. And uh, uh, it's built in a way where you can roll it. You don't have to jump it. But uh, we want folks to know that, that, yeah, it's an expert level trail. And because there was so much interest in that, we said, man, we need to open it up to, to intermediate riders. So we built a parallel trail uh, just, just recently, Eastern Trail Company out of Blacksburg uh, uh, built this trail for us. It was actually funded by uh, Project Outside, which is part of the Roanoke Regional um, Partnership. They, we, we were awarded a grant. And uh, we were able to build this trail because of that grant. And uh, it's just a great example of the community giving back to the community to, you know, bless the community with additional amenity, but also, hey, this is creating tourism interest and revenue from folks out of town that say, hey, we don't have any jump lines like this anywhere. So, uh, yeah, now we have Baby Buzzard and Old Buzzard. And it's uh, Baby Buzzard is more of a flow trail. You can get some air on it, but uh, it's fun to ride with your wheels on the ground. And once you get good at that, you know, you jump over to Old Buzzard and you get your wheels off the ground. But, uh, yeah, you mentioned the uh, bike skills loop. Um, we, we had a lot of uh, rural agricultural based, uh, you know, products and parts laying around the park. And we said, hey, we could we could use these in some capacity, tractor tires and, you know, just Franklin County red clay as we're known for here. So we've got some good packing red clay and some tractor tires and some rough cut uh, white oak timbers that we pieced together and uh, kind of encircled the playground at Wade Park. And so now we have uh, two playgrounds. We have the bike playground and we have a traditional playground where kids can get on the swing sets, the slides and play, but they can also uh, get on two wheels and learn some of these basic skills needed to take them beyond the safety of the playground back into the woods on the single track experience. And it, it's just been an awesome thing to see uh, kids on strider bikes, you know, they don't have pedals, just walking around this, this uh, quarter mile loop and, and, and hitting the features that we have for them at a very beginner level and uh, building confidence there. One day they're gonna be giving back to the trails, and seeing the value of this and coming to our volunteer work days that we have and just making us you know, further define that reputation as this America's East Coast mountain bike capital. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, it's come so far. I remember when you guys cut the very first trail out there at Wade oh, Park, I was, I was, well, I'm sure I was among the, the first groups of people to, to ever ride on that out there. And now it's, it's come so far. Um, and then you've got, uh, the, the quote unquote, the main rec park, right? The, how are the trails there these days? Yes. Yeah, so, we have several trails. Uh, you know, our offices here are here at Sontag. Um, we have a you know, trout fishing pond that's stocked several times a year. We have a, a, about a mile of trails at this point at Recreation Park. Uh, Recreation Park is primarily now uh, baseball, tennis, you know, youth sports oriented. Um, we have, you know, some great green space available with shelter rentals and two playgrounds here. Um, it, you know, we kind of encourage folks, Hey, if you want to experience trails, head over to Wade park, that, Wade that's park. where we have, have most of the trails. Um, but rec park is an awesome park as well. You know, there's the trails are very close to the, to the paved loop. So it's a great place for somebody that, that might want to get, get introduced to a single track trail that doesn't want to get lost per se. 
Sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, what, are, what are some of the other events that or uh, opportunities that, that you would want people to know about? Yeah, well, you know, we're talking about cycling, cycling a little bit. and We're excited about uh, partnering with uh, Virginia's Blue Ridge for uh, Enduro Series coming up in October. Um, you know, we haven't publicized this yet, but uh, your users uh, or your, your listeners, the audience would, would you know, like to, to, to come down or see or ride in this Enduro Series, which is a mountain bike race. And it's short timed segments uh, where you have a, a start gate and a finish gate. And typically, you know, you ride from the start to the finish gate and just that segment is tired. And it's, it's, it's usually just a downhill segment. And then you can pedal to the next stage at your at your leisurely pace and race a second time segment from the start to the finish gate and so forth. And, uh, you know, there's about five time stages within an enduro race. So we're doing one of those. Uh, VBR is our timing sponsor. We've got great, uh, great timing system with zone four to, to time the event. So uh, results are going to be very accurate and uh uh, the series will be held here at, at, in Franklin County at Wade Park. And then two weeks after that on October 15th, uh, in coordination with GoFest, uh, there's going to be the Creature uh, Enduro Race. That's going to be the second part of the series. And that'll be held at Carvin's Cove and on Mill Mountain. So uh, it's kind of a two location, same day Enduro stage race. Uh, so yeah, the, the Enduro series is going to be fun. Look for that coming in October. Oh wow that that's going to be that's going to be great. And do um, you know Smith Mountain Lake is the other lake that we've just kind of touched on, and people may be more familiar with that. Of course, it's it's a it's a big lake, what twenty some odd miles long, and uh, there are home, just spectacular homes all around Smith Mountain Lake, and a lot of a lot of motorboats and so forth. The fishing is, is quite good. The striper fishing is phenomenal. Uh, and there's been bass tournaments and that sort of thing. Are you guys doing much with Smith Mountain Lake recreationally, or are you leaving that to the people who live there to play? No. So we, we, we do quite a bit with Smith Mountain Lake. I mean, we, again, any direction we head in, there's opportunities in Franklin County to the North, South, East and West. So, uh, yeah, Smith Mountain Lake borders the north of Franklin County, and uh, we have we operate a park there. It's called Smith Mountain Lake Community Park, not to be confused with Smith Mountain Lake State Park, which is in Bedford on the Bedford side of the lake. But uh, Smith Mountain Lake Community Park is a small peninsula that that, that we uh, that we have. We have a sand beach there that operates Memorial Day through Labor Day. And it is hugely popular in the summertime. Uh, we're opening a weekend is next Saturday you know, as Memorial Day weekend approaches. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting the beach looking good with fresh sand. And uh, it's a $3 entrance fee to get on the beach there. We have lifeguards uh, who, who man the beach. And uh, the, the views from Swift Mountain Lake as you look out across there at the community park are just breathtaking views. Um, there's a small trail system there as well. So a lot of folks will come ride their bike on the two mile perimeter trail or run or take a walk and then get in the water to cool off picnic tables, you know, bathhouse. Um, there's no food available there or beverage, but there's a lot in the West Lake area that they offer with great restaurants. Um, uh, Brooks Mill Winery, if you're into the wine thing. So uh yeah, that, that the the north section of, of the county there is is a beautiful area, and I, I just want to touch base uh, on highlight a race that we do there. It's the Smith Mountain Lake Stand Up Paddleboard Surf Ski Rochelle Race. That's a mouthful. We just typically call it the Smith Mountain Lake Paddling Race, and we hold that in September of every year. This will be the ninth year that we've done that, and every year it continues to grow attract people from out of state and uh, it's held at Smith Mountain Lake Community Park. We have a beach start and we have several different length um, paddles that, that, that folks can do a two and a half mile, five mile or seven and a half mile uh, 
uh, race length that, that various categories can participate in. So yeah, the paddling race at Smith Mountain Lake, great thing to do in September. I think this year it's on September 11th. Okay. Wow. I, you know, I didn't realize it makes perfect sense that stand-up paddleboarders would get into the endurance scene just like everybody else. That's pretty hard, I would think, to to paddle on flat water seven and a half miles. It is, uh, yeah, it's a tremendous uh, feat, display of strength there. You know, a lot of these guys, they're on their training regiments, uh, you know, that eating the proper nutrition and it, it's a serious competitive sport that that folks travel uh you know from coast to coast to to do some of these uh stand-up paddleboard races and and with the kind of recent interest in surf ski and rochelle uh, which are long um, sit on top of type canoe kayak boats they're they're very narrow um they look like crew boats almost if you imagine a crew team out rowing you know, some of this uh, looks like crew, but uh, yeah, we, we have a lot of folks that travel for surf ski and Rochelle to come participate in, in the paddling race. How about that? That's uh, that's that's cool. That's a perfect place to do it, too, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's, the lake's plenty big enough. You know, I mean, you try to describe Smith Mountain to folks and there's not a lot of lakes in the in the region that you see um, sailors out on sailing. You know, I mean, they, we have sailboats out on Smith Mountain Lake. It's a great place. It's it's often a lot of good wind gusts that, that sailors uh, benefit from there on Smith Mountain. So, yeah, get some white caps on the water and make it dicey. So we've talked about a lot of different events. We've talked about the 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 paddle opportunities. You mentioned the Rebel Weekend, which is a, a big, big kayak and canoe weekend. Um but we haven't talked about the road biking that much. And, you know, it's really, it doesn't take much more than just calling up something on Strava or um, bike with GPS or, you know, whatever. I mean, there's so many different things, the, the VBR website. But I used to love riding my road bike from the town of Rocky Mount over to the town of Ferrum and climb Ferrum Mountain and come back. And those rural roads are lightly traveled. They're well-maintained. The drivers were always courteous. I very seldom had an issue with the driver. Like, you know, when you get closer to a big city, I think people get more impatient. Mm. And people are just, they're, they're courteous out there. I, I, have people found what I knew about 20 years ago when I was riding my bike almost every day out there? We. People are are still riding those roads, and I think people are starting to discover them even more than ever before. You know, especially since uh, we are are marketing better now. There's more technology that makes it easier for for folks to to find new places to ride. Um, and yeah, your your interview with with Whit Ellerman with Cardinal Bicycle. You know, y'all touched on on some of those. Which, if you haven't listened to that interview, that's a great interview about just the the um, the awesome area and, you know, accommodate places we have to ride here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. But yeah, the, the whole Southern part of Franklin County from Callaway to Endicott kind of sandwiching Ferrum community is pristine. Uh, folks are friendly on the roads. They will give you your, your full lane passing usually. Um, and I think a lot of folks, don't come down to ride that area because there are so many different backcountry roads. And we're very, very uh, blessed to have a group of the, the Franklin Freewheelers, which is a cycling club. They've been around for 20 plus years. They meet every summer uh, and they ride. Um, I mean, gosh, yeah, they, they ride small loops. They have a group of walkers that'll meet that if you aren't into bikes, you can walk some of these crunchy roads. Uh, they meet at a Antioch uh, Brethren Church. It's on Callaway Road in Callaway. They do this every Thursday night for, for until the, the days get shorter. I know it well. And, you know, for, yeah. for, for individuals that that might not have a community, people to ride with, or want to be introduced to some new roads, the Franklin Freewheelers are a great bunch of folks that can show you any road you want to know of in the county, and, and they ride some of the best ones. And they're some of the nicest people I have ever met. Without a doubt. They sure are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, 
that I, I love developing a sense of place, you know, where, wherever you are, just getting to know the folks, to know the people, know the community. And it seems like probably as you've known from living here in Franklin County in the past, that everybody knows everybody. And that is such, that's such a cool thing. You know, if somebody's from out of town that comes in and moves to the area, it's not long before you know them, they know you because it's a welcoming community. We have a lot of that here in the South and uh, we're just really glad to, to have a cycling community that's welcoming as well. Loves introducing new folks to, to the sport of road cycling. Well, Matt, we've talked about a lot of stuff. I'll tell you what, uh, and you're going to have people after this podcast just coming in and building houses because right? they can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, any, so uh, is there anything else you want to mention before I let you go today? Um, you know, an, another water-based activity, as there was a lot of interest in the, the River of Lights tubing, uh, right. it got sold out so quick. So we're telling folks, hey, if you want to experience the river in the daytime, just come down to Wade Park any Saturday or Sunday uh, from 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock all summer long, Memorial Day to Labor Day. And you can uh, tube in the Pig River. You know, Roanoke's got some great, great tubing with Blue Mountain Adventures at Explorer Park. Um, you know, maybe you've tubed there a ton and you want to try something else local. Come on down to Wade Park and give the Pig River a try. And, you know, we, we just charge five bucks for a tube for that. So it's very affordable. We just try to keep it low cost so that folks can get outside more. We just want people to get outside, be active, stay healthy and, and just to enjoy nature. Right. Matt, thanks for joining us today. John, it was a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. So thanks to Matt, and wow, Franklin County has a lot going on outdoors. Uh, and, you know, these amenities have always been there. They just kind of needed somebody to, to look at it and say, well, how can we, how can we take that river and, and make it something fun and make it accessible? And, and, and wow, we've got these, this place, this park, where we can cut all these mountain bike trails. And, you know, everybody wants to, to go off a jump on their mountain bike now. So, uh, you know, let's let's make that possible for people. And I mean, it's really become extremely popular. And uh, when I lived there, Matt Ross's position with the county didn't even exist. And and now, uh, you know, he's he's full time, and they've also got a full time uh, full time staff that takes care of the the things that people like to do. You know, the softball and the little league and the soccer leagues and all of that. Which my kids played in back in the day. That's all going on in Franklin County as well. But let me tell you a little bit about the Metro Mountain Mix that I mentioned before the interview today. Um, where we are right here, the Roanoke region is nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains. The Roanoke River flows right through the city of Roanoke. Then next to that is the Roanoke River Greenway, which is great for running, biking, dog walking. Uh, I'm planning to ride my bike on it tonight, in fact. Um, and I, you know, I'm a consider myself a serious cyclist, but I love to get out on the greenway and I can get in, uh, I can get in a 20 mile ride pretty easily, um, without having to extend and I'm not even using the entire greenway. So it rolls right through a number of parks, there's playgrounds, there's picnic shelters, but then, you know, we have this Metro thing going on because Roanoke is a big enough city to have some really nice museums. We have the Tobman Museum of Art, the Transportation Museum of Virginia, which people just love because of its railroad heritage. But there's any kind, any way you can move in a vehicle, a race car, whatever, there's, there's all kinds of things on display at the Transportation Museum. Uh, we have the O. Winston Link Museum. Uh, we have brew pubs. We have shopping on the downtown market. There are lots of little uh, nice eateries. 
just just beautiful little restaurants where you can go or breakfast places, that type of thing. I don't want to go place by place, but it's all there. And then we have in, in the region, we have downtown shopping and eating in the city of Salem, which is adjacent to Roanoke. And there's the town of Vinton, which is beautiful. Uh, there's Rocky Mount, as I mentioned before, and then the town of Buchanan, just to our north uh, in Botetourt County also is a just a gorgeous, quaint little downtown with lots of cool things. I rode my bike through there last weekend, in fact. And then, um, you know, you might be coming to Virginia's Blue Ridge and might be listening to this because you or your family is coming to play in a sports tournament. And man, we we host a ton of tournaments here. So people come to play softball, volleyball, soccer, basketball in season, Um and, uh, and I guess with basketball, that's pretty much all season, depending upon, you know, what level you're at. Um, and so, you, you know, you might have somebody playing, but the rest of the family wants to find something else to do. And, and we talk a, a lot about that. And there's a lot more information at visitvbr.com if I haven't covered it here in the podcast. And there at vbr.com, we have blogs, we have maps for cycling, hikes to, you know, waterfalls, lists of all the restaurants, directions for our Cheers Trail, which guides you through the local brew pubs, wineries, and distilleries, and we, and we offer a lot of that. Uh, and then actually with the Cheers Trail, uh, if you download the app from the website, it'll give you a discount at every place on the trail. And if you check in at a few of them, you get a nice prize from uh, Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge. So uh it's something that, that a lot of people are doing now. A lot of towns are doing that. And I just want you to know that uh, here in Virginia's Blue Ridge, we are totally a part of that. Now, um, if you do come, we'd love for you to take a picture, post it on your social media with the hashtag trail setter, all one word, hashtag trail setter. And that just tells people that you uh, set out to conquer a trail on Virginia's Blue Ridge. And that could be an actual hiking trail, but it could be the Cheers Trail as well. It could be you're at the at the soccer game and you and you're you're watching or playing and you know just post a hashtag trail setter and just let let us um, help you let the world know what a great time you're having here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. So thanks again to Matt Ross today for joining me here on the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. And whether you're a visitor or whether you live here, I think you should go to Franklin County and play because uh, it's uh, it's just a great place to do that. I, and Matt and I talked a little bit about riding your your road bike or your mountain bike, uh, and there's just so so many fun things to do. And that you know Franklin County is still extremely rural, and uh, it's it's sort of the opposite of of Roanoke, which is that's the metro part, and and we have some mountains right in the town. But you know when you get out a little bit, you you get to do that uh, that outdoor thing, and it it's just a real genuine experience that I think you'll love. All right. Uh, We have another podcast coming out soon. And in the meantime, I hope to see you here in Virginia's Blue Ridge.